You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Welcome back, church family. I hope that you are having a fantastic week scattered on mission. Uh, Today, our our topic is Christ sitting at the right hand of God and, and ruling. Here, here's a powerful idea you know, for me as as we think about being the church, the body of Christ, while we are actively trying to love each other and forgive each other and serve each other and be on mission and be a good witness and you know, to be faithful to Christ and delight in Him. What is Jesus doing right now? How is He active? Is it did His ministry culminate with the resurrection and the ascension? Did He wrap it all up then? You know, what we think of as the historical Jesus, you know, walking in in flesh in Galilee and in Judea. Like, did that wrap up his ministry? And, you know, for me, the answer is absolutely not. Upon the ascension, while Christ sits at the right hand of the Father, he is actively ruling the cosmos and governing his church. And so what I'm trying to say is, like, the Christ in which we put your faith, the Christ that's alive and at work in us through the power of God's Holy Spirit that's transforming us in the image of Jesus, you know, like Christ who is the head of the church, Christ of whom we are his bride as a church, Christ of whom we are his body as a church, like he is extremely active in our life on mission today because while he is governing the cosmos from the right hand of God the Father, he is directing his church and he's engaged in our mission. He was very serious when he told the disciples in the Great Commission, I'll never leave you or forsake you. And so he's with you today while you're scattered on mission. And I just want to talk about how that works. In Psalms chapter 110, Uh, David's psalm begins this way. The Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for you. And the New Testament writers picked up that psalm and used that verse all over the New Testament as they recognized that after the resurrection, upon the ascension of Jesus Christ, while he governs and rules really effectively, the development of God's kingdom is the defeat of the devil, of sin, of demons, of evil, of corruption. Like as we move towards a new creation one day, Christ is at the right hand of the Father, ruling the cosmos, while all his enemies are ultimately being leveled until the final victory and new creation. All right, so in, in that concept from Hebrew, from Psalms chapter uh, 110, verse 1, you know, we skip forward into the New Testament. And I just want to read uh, today from Ephesians chapter 4. And so this is what, what we're going to read about the unity of the church and the headship of Christ and his active rule at the right hand of God the Father. Paul says this, As a prisoner for the Lord, then, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who is over all and through all and in all. But to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. First thing I want to to point out is that while we are living life as the church and while we are enjoying unity in the church, every one of us have gifts, and those gifts are given to us according to the will of Christ. And so I, I want to 
emphasize that Jesus is intimately involved in the administration of his church. When the Bible says that Christ is the head of the church, uh, I don't think that he's passively ruling. I think he's actively ruling. And one of the results of that is that today, while you're scattered on mission, you are uniquely designed and uniquely equipped to carry out your role in the kingdom. Like as you go off to school today, you are exactly who you are because you have the gifts that Christ has apportioned to you. Whatever spiritual gifts you have, whatever manifestations of God's spirit for the common good for this mission that you possess, they were given to you, not arbitrarily, not the luck of the draw, not just by natural rules, but because Christ apportioned those gifts to you. So as he sits at the right hand of the Father, what's he doing? Well, one of the things that he's doing is gifting you, gifting his church. So you definitely have not been abandoned. You're not alone or forsaken. You've been given gifts by Christ himself. Verse 8 says, this is why it says, When he ascended on high, he took many captives and gave gifts to people. Well, what does he ascended mean except that he also descended into the lower earthly regions? I read that as the incarnation, the day that Christ came to the earth for us. Others read it as his death, the day that he went into a tomb, into lower regions. But he who descended is the very one who ascended higher than all the heavens in order to fill the whole universe. So what is Christ doing? Well, just as he descended to us and ultimately to death, now he is ascended to the right hand of God the Father. And what does he, what does he do? He fills the entire universe universe. Well, that's a powerful picture. So Christ is not only actively ruling, he's ruling everywhere. Verse 11, so Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, the teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. So Jesus gave us the gifts that he wanted to have. And in fact, he specifically gave us the leaders and the disciple makers that our churches need. He gave us the prophets, the evangelists, the apostles, the pastors, the teachers throughout church history that we've needed in our congregations and around the world for one specific purpose, and that is to raise up in every local body the body of Christ so that we can equip each other and press for the unity until we grow into the image of Jesus Christ on the earth. And so he's very actively governing the world by giving us the leaders that we need, and many of you listening today are those leaders. Let me put it this way. God gave the church the choir members that we need for worship. He gave the church the deacons that we need for service. He gave the church the Sunday school leaders that we need for disciple-making, for teaching. He gave the church the pastors that we need for uh, organizing and equipping the body. He gave the church what, what the church needed. But listen to me. He gave the church you because you are what the church needed. The gifts of the Spirit are embodied in you, And that was the decision of Jesus Christ. And he sent you to the church for a specific reason. And the reason is so that we could all attain the unity of Jesus Christ together. And that means it's time for every person in the church to serve, to use those gifts. So Christ, who descended to the earth for us, even to the grave for us, has now ascended and fills the highest heavens. And what's he doing? He's giving gifts that he's earned. 
He's given gifts of the Spirit to the church through people, individuals, for what purpose? To equip the entire church for mission. So every time we walk out the doors of the church on a Sunday, I want you to recognize that we are a mission force. Every single one of us, not just the pastors, not just the professionals, and not even just like the teachers and leaders, but the entire church family is walking out as a mission force. Every one of you, to your mission field, like to our homes, to our streets, to our neighborhoods, to our friends' homes, to to, to our schools, to our rec fields, to, the, to our YMCA area. I mean, everything that you're engaging this week, you're engaging it as the equipped body of Christ because on the ascension, Jesus Christ, the head of his church, gave to his body exactly the gifts that we need. And I want you to recognize that while we serve together this week on mission, Jesus is not absent. He is very present, actively ruling from the right hand of the Father, giving us everything that we need. So I want you to recognize that the ministry of Jesus didn't end with the cross and the resurrection. In fact, with the ascension of Christ, he took his his seat at the right hand of God the Father to begin his rule in the kingdom, pressing us forward in his image until the completion of the new creation. So as we gather around the person in the ministry of Jesus Christ, I just want to open our mind to how glorious and ongoing is the ministry of King Jesus Christ. Let's submit to it and let's delight in his rule and let's be exactly who he created us to be this week on mission. Use the gifts that he gave you. It was his choice to entrust them to you for the good of his church. God bless you, church family, as you serve. 